0: for listening to the Grace Church Podcast. We hope today's message encourages you, gives you hope, and leaves you forever changed. Stay tuned after the podcast for more information on how to find us online. God is real. He is real. But the devil's real too. And we, sometimes we just get the attitude that if we are Christians then, hey, I'm good, I'm going to heaven, and the devil can't mess with me. How many of you know that's a lie? The devil does not care about the sinners because he's got them. Those that are not saved, he's already got them. And he's just going to let them float along until unless they would start turning their hearts towards God. But the devil is interested in Christians. They're the ones, we're the ones the devil is concerned for. He wants to destroy us. He wants to have us. And I see in the body of Christ today that that's not a reality anymore. They we as Christians, we just think, oh, well, I'm safe. I can do whatever I want to do. Go wherever I want to go. You may make it into heaven, but all of us have got to stand before the Lord one day. And we will be judged because he said we would. That's why he tells us judge yourself, judge yourself. He wants us to judge ourselves. He wants us to be honest with where we are with God, what we're doing for God. Are we where God wants us? It's not enough to get salvation to go to heaven. God wants us to experience heaven here. He wants us to live in the kingdom of God. And we all know what that is. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. We need the Holy Ghost if we're going to live that way. And if you don't have the Holy Spirit and you have not been baptized into the Holy Spirit, please don't put it off. Don't put it off. Because that is what is going to keep us walking in the kingdom of God. The Holy Spirit is what brings us into righteousness. The Holy Spirit is the one that helps us to overcome. It's not enough for salvation. We have to go all the way. And we know in the New Testament all through the New Testament God sent people to other Christians and the thing they would ask is have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? Now that's important. If if that's the question that they ask, that question is still for us today. Have we received the Holy Spirit since we believe? And the Holy Spirit is a continuous flood. It's just like we think if we accept Jesus and we get dumped, then that's it. No that's just the beginning of the journey. And when we receive the Holy Spirit, that's just the beginning of walking in His presence, walking with Him. The Word of God says that if we seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, all these other things will be added. He's, he'll take care of it. He's promised. He'll take care of us. And like the prophecy said this morning, God wants us to put Him first. Put Him above our job. Put Him above pleasures. Put Him above family. Put Him First. If we put him first, then everything else will fall right into place. And I want to give a little testimony this morning. Some of you knew I had to have uh, a lot of repairs to the outside of my house, a lot of boards replaced, cedar boards that had rotted. And Bobby got me in contact with someone and they came out and they replaced all the boards. Well, when I looked at them, I thought, oh, my goodness, my house was just about gone. I didn't realize it was that many. But I began just thanking God constantly. You got this, Lord. You've promised you'll meet my needs. You've promised that you will take care of me. Lord, this is a big need. I don't know where the money's coming from, but you do. And every time it would come on my mind and the devil would try to harass me with it, I'd say, no, Lord, you've got this. Everything in me, I'm seeking you and seeking to live righteous before you. And your word is truth, and I believe your word. Well, they finished it, and I didn't get a bill. And I asked Bobby, I said, the guy hasn't sent me a bill yet. He said, well, he will. He's kind of slow with that, but you'll get it. Well, I got it last week. And the bill said it was 7000 And I was like, where am I going to get that from? That's not counting. I've got to get the house painted. If I paint the whole house, it's going to cost me $7,500. If I get just the new boards painted, it'll be $3,500. But as I looked at the bill, he had on there deduction $5,000. I began to cry because I knew my God was sufficient. That left me with $2,758 or something like that. I knew I had put aside some money for emergencies. We never know when we're going to have an emergency. It took every penny, but I had it. I had it. And I wrote the check and sent it off. And I wrote him a note telling him how thankful and how grateful I was that he showed me mercy. He's a Christian man. and But when they started working on my house, I started praying for his business and for his family. I prayed for him every day. And I didn't, I'll tell you the truth, I had no idea how that was going to work out. Except I knew God was in control. God was in control. And let me tell you, he came through. Are you in a position that you could know that you know you could cry out to God in situations like that and that he would hear you? That you have positioned yourself to seek God and His righteousness, that He'll come through. He's going to come through on the pain. He's going to come through on that. I know that I know. How could I not know having something happen like it happened to me with just the repair? God wants us continuously in a position that if we need him, we have the confidence that we can call on. Now, I don't know about you, but if I was doing my own thing and not trying to live right and be obedient to him and seek his kingdom, I don't know, I would not have had the confidence to call on God to meet that need. It doesn't mean I do everything right. Those of you that know me, you know I don't. But God looks at our heart. What is our heart saying? Is our mind on things? On what we want? Or is our mind on God? Do we seek God about every decision we make? Every decision. Nothing is too small. That song we sang this morning, You're All I Need. You're All I Need. And in the song it said, Take my hand. God speaking, take my hand, let me lead you. We have no idea what an awesome, awesome God we serve. We serve an awesome God, and He loves us like we've never and ever will be loved. Our mates can't love us like that. Our children can't love us like that. Family, friends, that kind of love is not possible with humans. God's love surpasses all of that. His love is great. And His desire is to bless us. He wants the very best for his children. The very best. But we've got to be in a position to receive it. To receive his blessings. To be able to call on the Lord and know he hears us and he will answer. And this was a big test for me May not have been that big for some of you, but it was a big one for me. But I knew the house had to be repaired. I knew that. And I knew that my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory if I'm seeking him. And... I don't know how long it's been since they started work on it, but nobody said anything to me about how much it would cost. I had no idea. They just came out and did it. And I felt, you know, I'm at their mercy. Whatever they charge me, that's what I got to pay but I knew my God was bigger, bigger. And I will forever be grateful to that man that he he let God use him to bless me. And I've made a commitment. I'm going to pray for him. I'm going to pray for his family. And his family is going through things. And I'm praying. I've made a commitment to pray for him. He didn't have to do that. He was not required to do that. But God moved on him. God touched his heart in order to meet a need I had. And I'm going to tell you, it felt good to pay that. Because I, you know, when it would come on my mind, I would think, well, wonder if I could pay it by payments. Wonder how long he would give me to pay it. All that. But I didn't talk about it. To anyone other than Bobby and Diana, but I made, I was determined I was going to look to God and God only. And I mentioned something last Sunday night about it because I knew, you know, God had it. But I was determined that it was going to be between me and God and that God was faithful, and he would do what he said he would do. But we can't expect that kind of thing to happen for us if we're not where God wants us to be. And I'm going to tell you, all. what's that uh, song, All These Things Will Grow Strangely Dim? in the light of your mercy and grace. And when we stand before God and we give an account for how we've lived our life and how we've been available to God to do whatever he asks us to do, all this stuff is going to be very dim. It's just going to be us and God. I think that's why the word says there would be tears and weeping that God would dry up. We'd realize how we wasted our time. How we put other things before God. And God, he made it so easy for us because he told us, In his word. What he required. So all we got to do. Is see his word. And through the power of the Holy Spirit. Obey it. But we fall short. On the smallest things. Because we get caught up. In our world. We don't pray for people. When we feel that nudging. We talk ourselves out of coming to church. Because we just had a rough week. And we're tired. And that's what amazes me. And I tell people all the time. When they talk about. Well I just couldn't make it. I was so tired. I worked all week, and I always say, but if you had to go to work, would you have went to work, or would you say, well, I'm just so tired, I've had a hard week, I just don't think I'm going to go to work today, how much more important is it to assemble yourself together with God's people, and make yourself available to his Word? And the Lord told me that years ago because one Sunday I laid there and I thought, this has been a horrible week. I think I'm just going to not go. And the Lord spoke to me and he said, if you had to go to work, would you get up and go? He didn't have to say no more because I knew what he was saying. What's more important? Is your job more important than God? What comes first in your life and my life? It has to be God. Listen, people. It's got to be God. And I'm telling you, in this day that we're living in, we're going to see some terrible things happen. And we're going to have to know how to pray and believe that God answers our prayer. But you don't start trying to get prepared for that when you find yourself in the middle of it. The preparation comes before calamity hits. This is the time to prepare ourselves. This is the time to get close to God and get assurance that God says what he means and he means what he says. This is the time to draw close. This is the time to get that assurance that that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know. God is in control. God is faithful. We should not be making plans about anything without first seeking God and finding out what he has to say. If you're not sure you're supposed to come to church, When you wake up, ask the Lord. Lord, am I supposed to go assemble myself with your people and make myself available to your word? Or am I supposed to lay here in the bed and take the day off? Now, how ridiculous does that sound? But sometimes we do that. We don't, we think, well, I have a will. It's my life. And I can live it the way I want to. You go right ahead. You go right ahead. And because if you've studied in the Word, in it all, you know what the end will be. I wish I could just change hearts and... Make people serve God. But I can't. And God won't. He wants us to do it. He wants us to want to serve Him. He wants us to love Him. He wants us to put Him first. My heart has really been heavy this week for the people that belong to Grace Church. Because I see the direction that some are going. And they give God a little bit of their time here and there. But... You know, and I I think we've kind of put the confession out there that in the summer, well, you know, the attendance is going to be off. It's summer. Everybody goes on vacation. When did God say, take a vacation from me? Now, we all take time away. Jesus even even told the disciples, come apart before you come apart. We all need that time. But the problem is, people take a summer off from God. They're home, but they've made plans. And, hey, it's summer. I got to take advantage of every minute, every day of. What's going to happen when calamity hits? And you've got to get yourself in connection with God and get right with God, but no preparation has taken place. If if I had not had my desire to obey God and serve Him in this old fleshly sinful body, If I had not done that ahead of time, I don't know what I would have done. Being faced with a bill like that. But I knew that I knew that I knew God was going to take care of it. Just like I know God is going to take care of my house getting painted. It will be taken care of. And I'll stand up here and give you a testimony. Either he's going to provide the money for me to pay it or do something miraculous like he did this time. But it will be taken care of. And I was so grateful that I had the money for emergencies That I could pay, and God knew exactly how much money I had. He knew exactly. And I thought, what I thought was so amazing is the bill was down to the penny, it wasn't rounded off, it was broken up in the money that I had to pay it. To me, that's a miracle. I remember when I was just me and my two kids before I married Owen. And I felt I had the same situation that I had to believe God every month to pay the bills. And I had a need. It wasn't this need, but it was a need similar that I had to pay. And so, I started believing God, and every time someone would put a piece of money in my hand, I put it in a drawer, in an envelope, and I'd say, God, this is towards that need. You're going to meet that need. And I was a new Christian, uh, spirit-filled Christian. I've been saved since I was nine, but it's a big difference in salvation and Walking in righteousness in the Holy Spirit. But I wouldn't count it. I said, No, I'm not going to count it until it's time for me to meet that need. And then I'll count it. Well, it, it was about two days out before I had to pay. And my neighbor came over and she acted nervous and she was, and I knew you know, something was up. And she said, the Lord sent me over here. And she said, I feel really stupid with what I know the Lord told me to do. And I said, well, you know, don't feel stupid. Do what he told you to do. And she put 13 cents in my hand. And she said, God told me to give you this 13 cents. She said, I have argued with him to at least let me give you a dollar. And she said, but it was so clear, just 13 cents. Well, I received it, and I said, I received it as from the Lord, and if God told you to do that, he knows what he's doing. Well, when it came time for me to pay, I had to the penny what I needed that 13 cent put it to the penny it meant more to me the fact that it was to the penny than if she had given me a dollar and i had that money left over because i knew that i knew that was god i mean i i think it i know it would have been hard for me to walk up and say here's 13 cent <laughs> you know But God was showing me he will meet our needs. If we're seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And I told her about it later. I said, I'm so thankful that you were obedient. Because that did something for me that it was down to the penny. She said, oh, thank the Lord. She said, I just felt horrible, you know, giving you that money. But if she had went over, I would have said, God, you met my need, and, you know, I got a few cents over. But I was young in the Lord, and I was learning how to trust him. And learning to believe what he said. And for him to do it that way, it meant way more to me. Way more to me. That it was down to the penny. We have a God that loves us. He cares about us. He wants to bless us. He don't want us to lack or be in want. He is the best daddy anybody could have. But he wants us to love him and believe him and trust him. And if we, if we will do that, If we will seek the kingdom of God, which is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit, if we will seek him first, he said, you don't even have to worry about all this other. It'll be added to you. How amazing is that? To me, I think it's amazing. God will never fail us, but will we fail God? He will never fail us, but do we fail him? Do we have our priorities right? Are we seeking him over all these things? Now, we've got to keep it in perspective. You can't say, well, I'm just not going to my job tomorrow. God will provide. No, you've got to take the scripture where it says, if a man don't work, he don't eat. So we've got to have it in the right perspective. But if we obey God and we obey what he says, we can have that assurance. And it's not just financial. It's our health. Soundness of mind, strength, all those things that are necessary to live. But I ask you, please, don't make decisions unless you have got a word from God and you know that God is telling you to do something. It'll be disastrous. Nothing but disaster can come out of us getting out there, doing what we want to do, and satisfying ourselves, and we're not where God wants us to be. Now, sometimes God will tell us to do something that puts us in a hard place. And it's a struggle. But he knows the outcome. He knew the outcome with Joseph. And Joseph was put in prison. But God knew the outcome. He knew that Joseph was going to be blessed above measure and in a position to take care of his children. God made provision for all of his children by what Joseph went through. And sometimes we go through something because God's trying to, He wants to bless one of his children over here. I hope you got something out of this today because I've just spoke from my heart. But I know that it was the heart of God. And when I heard the interpretation this morning, and it's so amazing to me because God always confirms the word that I'm going to bring he'll either confirm it through song or he'll confirm it through prophecy or someone will just get up and be talking and say what God wants me to tell you. And I this morning I said, Lord, I feel like I'm in a dilemma. I got this over here I've prepared, but you got this on my heart. Please show me the right way. Don't let me go in the wrong direction. And he confirmed it to me this morning. And I knew that I knew the direction he wanted me to go. Please, seek God. Seek his kingdom. So that we can trust God to take care of all of our needs. He didn't say, I'll take If you seek me, I'll take care of 50% of your needs. He said, I'll take care of all your needs. All of them. And there's needs I've still got that he's not taken care of yet, but his word is truth, and he will. So I hope you got something out of it this morning. I pray that God will remind us all through the week of this Word, and that He will make us very aware of Him and seeking Him. We hope you enjoyed listening to today's message. Grace Church is located in Loris, South Carolina. You can find more information about Grace Church at www.facebook.com slash Grace Church of or follow us on Instagram at GraceChurch843.